0: Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago, and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product in network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages, success principles, proven personal development systems and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people and the magic and Zig's quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert.
1: Uh, the session is being recorded. It's August, 2023. Gordy and Kelly, Otterson, in 10 months have become absolute ERC living legends with the ERC affiliate program. Uh, they made the pivot with our team back in November of 2022. And in 10 months, they've already earned over a million dollars in commissions and will probably end the year. 2023, somewhere between one and a half and $2 million in income. And I've known the Aldersons for over 25 years. I first met them when they joined our NII organization probably uh, 30 years ago. In this session, they will share with you their entrepreneurial journey, the road they've traveled, which has led to their legendary success. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy this session. So I'm not going to say anything else. Let's turn it over to the interview we did with Gordy and Kelly Alderson. I've known Kelly and Gordy for 30 years. And I would say in the last five years, we've really created a great friendship. We were good acquaintances prior to that because I'm, I'm good at, I'm a good talent scout and early And Gordy and Kelly's when they started with us in New Image years ago, they were probably 30 or 40 levels below us. But I heard about this young couple that was starting meetings in Tucson. And I think I talked to Gordy a couple of times through ImageNet. And then we did like a 16-city tour. And I remember saying, look, I want to make sure we get Tucson on there because I want to go meet this couple. And uh, I never will forget the first time I sat down and talked with Gordy. There's been a connection. There's always been a connection. We didn't talk a lot during that five-year run with that company because they were so far in depth. Uh, but they were solid, uh, solid people. We kept in touch over the years. Uh, maybe every two or three years, we would hear from, from each other. you know. And it's been awesome because the last five years, we've really developed a great friendship with this couple. And when... When iHub made the switch to ERC, when they did that one that one meeting with Josh Fox uh, explaining this pivot they were making into ERC that night, I mean, Gordy and Kelly were on there, and they'd been with us. They really hadn't done much with IHUB. It just wasn't their thing. Hadn't done a whole lot. But I remember watching that that night. And. As soon as that was over, my phone rang, and I knew it's Gordy, and I know exactly what he's going to say. I, I knew it, and he called, and he said, did I hear that right? <laughs> and I knew he was going to say, because he doesn't miss anything. And when he said thousands of people have become millionaires in 15 months, he said, what if that's true? He said, you think we got another 15-month run left here? See, there was no telling how. There was 900 and some people on that call. The most significant thing said on that call was that statement. When he said that, I, that I, and, and I knew that Gordy heard it like I heard it, and it's so cool to have somebody that you have that type of relationship with. Because a lot of people heard this, but it went in one ear and out the other. They didn't understand the significance of what they were hearing. but we did and and I know over the next couple of days he he went through him and Kelly went through everything they could i I did an all nighter that night. I was up all night going through everything I could find about bottom line concepts, went through every webinar, everything because if this is what it appears to be. We will never see anything like this ever again. But this picture should take it takes me back. I mean, when I met them, they were just a young couple. But the if, if you if I think about Gordy and Kelly, this is this is the quote that I would describe them, both of them. And that is formal education will make you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. And they're just classic examples of that, as many of you on this team are. But it's just, it's, it's my pleasure. I'm going to stop sharing now. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We could have talked, we could talk for hours about anything. I'm going to try to keep everybody and us on track tonight, but no telling where this could go. Uh but I'm excited and it's and it's an honor. I cannot tell you what it's meant for me to have them over the last 5 years because they're one of the few people that really understand uh my, my path the last 25 years and the the frustrations and aggravations and ups and downs and sideways and the jubilation that that has has occurred and they they mean more to me than they will ever know just having that there has meant so much for me uh because I know I can always get honest answers and he will never tell me what what he thinks I want to hear. He will absolutely call me out. And I appreciate that because we can argue about things and then we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. So I'm going to stop sharing and Don, should I be able to see them now?
2: You guys here?
0: yeah, yeah
1: okay, there you are there you are good i was I was getting scared for a minute uh <laughs> guys, it's a pleasure to have you with with us on this, and this is going to be different because you could train out train like crazy you know and provide value value value, which you've done for this team from day one, both of you you tremendous amount of value, but I want to get a little bit deeper tonight because I want people to understand the path that you guys have come down. And uh I know you started as high school sweethearts but I don't know the whole story because I don't think both of you grew up in Montana. So Kelly you want to talk just start there kind of give sure. some background.
3: Yeah, no, I was born and raised in Tucson, Arizona. And Gordy was born in a little town Sheridan, Wyoming. And grew up on a family ranch in Bernie, Montana, just north of Sheridan, Wyoming. And his parents divorced when he was in high school, and and they were there wasn't really very many places to go to high high school. I think at one point Gordy was at a school, or maybe it was a sister with an outhouse back in Montana. So yeah. he he was he had to go to boarding school, and luckily he wanted to be he was a cowboy. He wanted to take his horse. So Arizona was a really good choice for him. So he got to go to a school called the Orm School. And it's north of Phoenix. And they had a rodeo team. And I was a city girl and wanted to be a cowgirl really bad. And so I was fortunate that my family let me do that. My grandparents just did everything they could to get me to any of the rodeos. So that's where we met was rodeo. And I, we met my sophomore year of high school, his senior year, and we just were partners ever since. So
1: oh, cool. pretty simple. <laughs> awesome. And y'all yeah. have three. Go ahead, Gordon. Oh no, that's the
2: truth. I remember the first time I ever saw her, I figured she had to be missing one arm or something. Cause I don't know. I had, I'm like, where's this girl been? And, uh, I went to a rodeo and we had a chaperone and when the cat's away, the mouse will play. Our chaperone got sick. He had diabetes or something. And and, uh, by golly, I went to the dance.
3: They got to come to the dance and we thought they were all, you know,
2: bunch of stuck up jerks. Well, we weren't allowed to go anywhere. I mean, this guy was like Adolf Hitler, you know, and soon as, uh, soon as he disappeared, Golly, we went to the dance, so I'm glad that son of buck got sick that night or whatever the heck happened.
3: <laughs> Me too, yeah.
1: So, you all you have three, three, three children. How many grandchildren now? Well, our
3: third one's on the way.
1: Two, so we have on two
3: right now, Suede, he's six, and Luke is six months. So, um, we have our sec- third grandbaby, and he'll be uh, there'll be.
2: About ten months,
3: months about, between. Yeah,
2: we went out to see Luke the other day, and Sarah handed him to Kelly, and he had on a little shirt that said, "I'm going to be a big brother." We're like, "Holy moly!" Yeah,
1: I don't yeah. waste any time. Uh, yeah. So we met in New Image. New Image was primarily, you know, I mean, it it's Kentucky-based company. How in the heck in Tucson, Arizona, did y'all? Because y'all were there kind of early. Maybe. Uh,
2: master Manos, but yeah, we, we were, yeah, it was rolling. Because when I saw that tape from, from uh, your home, you know, the the meeting, I could see, I found that secret, secret network marketing. And then James Stamp sent me.
3: You the, found a drop card though, right?
2: No, it's success magazine oh, okay. back when it was success magazine. And James Stamp had run an anthem there, the secret network marketing. I'm like, well, I sure like know what the heck that is. Cause I suck. And, uh, <laughs> Anyways, called and he sent me the secrets tape and listen to that. So I requested more information. And so he sent the me same
1: VHS. and for for you, let me just break up here. But that is the same process with Keith Francis It was on some of you know who Keith is. A lot of people back then, secret tape, play one, and then play two, continue. Yeah,
2: and he sent me a VHS tape, and I watched that video with Dale. And he was doing the he did basically the the marketing presentation. And I mean, it was it was better than Braveheart, you know. I mean, blew my mind, and I'm like, we're all in. And then, you know, got the got the yellow manual. And a lot of people didn't listen to those tapes, but Shelly Giddings and Tony Shoop and Dave Trillity did, you know, and I mean, and uh anyways, wore that thing out and and it opened up, it opened up our mind, because right off the get go, there's no foo foo dust here. I mean, I remember when, you know, you, you get somebody a bottle of Newman's Plus, and day three you call them and ask them if they weighed, if they uh, if they started taking the product, and of course they're waiting for you to go on for seventeen hours about how great this stuff is, and you just call them up and ask them, did you weigh and measure? They're, you know, because they want to have, they want to have a starting point and they say, yeah. And you say, thanks and hang up the phone. And of course, they're, you know, they're not expecting that. And they're like, well, that was easy enough. And then, you know, you go through the 14, you know, the 29 to call and you develop a retail customer and then you develop, and then you back them into the business. And it was just, it was just a, a machine. It was just a franchise machine but they had they had a thing called tape of the month and it was very sequential yeah. and you get on tape of the month and you get a cassette tape and of course knowing you know the hurdles that people were going to be facing he knew exactly what tape to send and they were all sequential now, i remember he'd get on cuz i'd always sneak ahead and he's like don't listen to the tape of the month before you get your tape, just keep playing that one over and over and over. You'll get what you need when you want to get it. And I didn't really listen too good, but anyways, (laughs) but you know, and it just, I mean, it, you know, and and, uh, next comes, you know, you hear this talk about some guy named Jim Rohn and Art Williams and all that. And that's back when they had Nightingale Conan. And you could order all those cassette tapes. And I tell you what, we weren't we weren't wealthy people, and I, I guess but what we were I,
3: students ready for the teaching.
2: Oh yeah, and totally. I suppose a cassette series back then was probably twenty five or twenty eight dollars or thirty five dollars, and I'd look through all these things like this counter. I'm like, hey, I want to get that one, but it's ten by. I'll get this one. And I'd ordered the whole you know series with what eight eight twelve tapes in them, and just started down that road. Wore out. Beat Brainstown Education by Art Williams completely. And there's lots of people out here that have worn out tapes on this call, but for most of us, it was wearing out achy breaky heart. And <laughs> you quit listening to that and make your i I didn't I didn't drive anywhere, but Kelly made her car a, a a traveling university. And if we'd go somewhere, that's what we'd listen to. And and uh you know, I just played those tapes. Yeah, Dale was eight hours a day with uh, on the assembly line, and I was twelve hours a day in that shop. And I mean, that dust in that shop it'd wear out those. It'd wear stuff out, and we just i'd i'd throw that tape player away and get another one, and wear it out and wear out the tapes and wear out the tape player. You just start transitioning your mind, and once you get that hunger for, and then things start working. And then you start seeing the world as it really is. And this, I, the sad thing about it is, you know, I, I think at a point there, I probably became a little self-righteous and a little judgmental because you look around and realize that everybody's just dumb. And then, you know, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. And then you've just got to be okay. You know, and you realize that people that are older than you and should be wiser than you are just dumb. And still, then you come down off of that deal and then you just start, you know, loving everybody for where they are and continue to progress. And if you do, amazing things happen in your life.
3: When we were, we were at a real, the fork in the road about the time new image came along. I don't know if Dale knew this, but we had just moved back. We were in college in um, Huntsville, Texas, Sam, uh, Sam Houston State University and back into Arizona and had our first child and bought our first place, a mobile home on five acres where we ended up living until we moved to Texas. But um, Gordy lacked six credit hours to have his general business degree. And I lacked, I think it was nine or 12 for my marketing degree. And we both, it was kind of strange how it happened, but we just, we both knew that and i'm not knocking college or anything like that i have a son who graduated from college but we just did not that wasn't going to get us where we wanted to go and we knew gordy went and listened to a man speak from australia and he talked about you know if you really want to be successful you'll start reading um his the books on on people's lives. He
2: said, read biographies. He said, I read 1500 biographies and took a a straight commission job.
3: Yeah. And, and so we, and we knew communication was extremely important because we had started our business and, you know, that was hard to do. We, you know, we were starting in a, you know, it was just brand new to us. So any, it, it just was a real major fork in the road for us. We did not have the phrase "pot to piss in. We really, we lived in a single wide mobile well, home. Sarah
2: was, Sarah was in diapers. Yeah. We had, had two is,
3: kids Brittany
2: and four. we're like,
3: I'm like, wait a minute. We're not going to get degrees. We're not going to have a, you know, and it was like, and.
2: But see her, her grandfather had a, had his own business and my family had been in the ranching business and really nobody on either side of us. As soon as they got to where they didn't have to have a job, had a job. So we did have that vision cast for us that, you know, I mean
3: but we had been programmed by your mother and my parents that we did need that education. Yeah, So, so so we knew if we were going to make this work, we had, I mean, it was a major fork for, I feel like for us, even though I I know for you, it probably wasn't, but we had to say, okay, if we're in, we're all in, we're going to get educated. It's educated. We're never going to look back. We're going to take this serious and and we're not going to fail. I mean, it was, well,
2: when they started handing out uh, when I, my, my last year of college, all these guys, the, the people in my grade with the 400 level courses and thousands of hours of units and they've completed and they start getting, they start getting resumes and all this. And I'm like, I'm not getting a job, <laughs> you know. I'm like, and then I get to thinking, well, what the heck? And I will, I will come straight clean on this. My family paid for all of my college. I mean, I never would have gone. And so they paid for all of that. And, you know, they, you know, they, they insisted on the education. So I went, plus I didn't really have to do a whole lot for about 12 years while I was no, but anyways, you know, The
3: timing of new image was, couldn't have been perfect because of what was available to get us educated. And it wasn't like we listened to the tape one time and we were there. It, It took years and years and years. and continuous learning, I mean, it just it didn't stop. It just didn't stop. It never stopped.
1: When I yeah. uh, when I woke up this morning, you know, I've really been thinking about this. What do we need to do? Because there's so many options. And I, and I called y'all early this morning. And I said, the thing that came in my, my mind, my spirit was tape of the month. And, and, and I look at so many people that are on this team. Tom Tarabasso is a great example. His story that he shared, and a lot of other people. People the month is now podcast, but you don't listen to you don't listen to it one time because repetition is the mother of learning. So you've got to you've got to get it in your head, in your heart, and then you've got to implement it in the market before it starts all coming together and making sense. And there is a reason for everything that we do and everything that we teach and how we teach it. And you guys have that awareness because you've come down this road. But if I say to both of you, if I said, if I if I give you the quote that I started with tonight, and that is, formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. What does that mean to each one of you? Kelly, we'll start with you.
2: Oh,
3: God, it means a lot. Um, It means taking yourself out of the box that the world wants to put you in and and to dive in. And nothing can stand and get in your way. Um, It brings a lot of emotional. You can't let things get in your way. You can't because it changes your life like you will never understand and i think such a beautiful story is in camela i mean it, it just she's the poster,
2: she's the poster child congratulations for crossing that mark camela but
3: if you can take yourself out of the box that the world whether it's the world your family your friends whoever other network marketers take yourself out of that box and Look yourself in the mirror and really ask yourself, "What do I want? How am I going to get it?" Just deep dive. Know your reasons. They've got to. They got to burn. Um, and, and honestly, I am super, super thankful. In the beginning, new image, I was resistant. I, I was, I wasn't negative. Um, I don't think you might feel different. No,
2: she wasn't. It wasn't our first. <laughs> it wasn't our first try, though.
3: But it, I was like. Come on, we're just so close. We could get jobs. We could do this. We could do that. And, and oh, God, like I, I, I sincerely will never forget where we came from because I know what we, what I thought we should have done. But when I took myself out of the box, because I remember hearing Dale talking about people being in a box. And when I took myself out of the box and really looked at my reasons, my why, what I knew he wanted for our family, what we wanted for our family. We weren't going to get what we wanted if we were down the road we were going down prior. So we had to really change, and it—it there were struggles, there were struggles and and hurdles. And I don't know Until about
2: eight months ago.
3: (laughs) About eight months ago, but we just never get up. We we never gave up. So that it burns me when I think I'm not burnt, I burn it, it, it It's in my heart. I can feel it. And, and then when I see people like Kamala and, and Tom's story mentioning, you know, his son, you know, I mean, those things mean a lot to me when I hear that, because you, you, you know, that those people, they're going to get there, you know, it, you know, it you You feel it for them, I get goosebumps, just think sitting here thinking about it. I mean, you know it and feel it, so that's what a formal education to me it i'm I am forever grateful for Dale and the education that he brought to us with all the learning and all the drive it we were we were students that were ready. I mean, Gordy was there before I was. And he's different than me. We're two different people, but but you have to know how to work with your partner, and and just just take yourself out of a box and make sure your reasons are strong.
2: Well, and Dale, you know you hadn't been, you hadn't been, uh, you hadn't been real. I mean, it hadn't been very long ago from when the first time I saw you on that tape that you you hadn't been that. I mean, it happened fast. NSA and Shackley and all that, but I mean. Once it happened, you know, you'd been successful for what at that point? Four years, five years or something? Not that long. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it 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 came, took forever, and then it happened pretty fast. You know, it took me but,
1: ten years to get to ninety-eight thousand a year. Yeah. And ten then, years. Yeah. But my eleventh year was two fifty two. My thirteenth year was three point two million.
2: That yeah, that's what I mean. From ninety eight to happened. three point two yeah.
1: million, that's pretty quick.
2: That's what I, that's what I meant. It happened fast when it did happen. You got that number one hit after playing the bar your whole life, you know? Yeah. But you know what it kind of makes me think of is, is I remember there was a guy named Matt Rosell, and Mm -hmm. he was a banker and he joined new image. And shortly after he died, he just really got plugged in and fired up. And I mean, I tell you what, he was in his mid sixties had to been, and he ended up dying of cancer, but He was trying to sell a bottle of New Image Plus to the nurse, (laughs) and he was so excited. And he's he had regret because he said, "I've spent my whole life in the box." And I mean, I don't know. Y'all probably saw Secondhand Lions, but that lion, she let that that little kid says, "Well, she died with the boots on," and it was such a. His wife was just so thrilled that even though you know he he was just getting started. But, you know, he, he died with his I mean, he died with his boots on and I mean, it was a great way to go out. He probably never really even turned hardly a profit in new image, but it opened up his eyes. But that's the good thing about, you know, most of us, we still got some time, you know, to go do what we need to do. Programming your
1: mind for success. What was that? Programming your mind for success.
2: Programming your mind for success.
1: How has that concept affected your life? I mean, can you really program your mind for success? (laughs) Or is that just food food? Can that really, you know?
3: Uh, Well, I will, I'll speak up first. Um, I was kind of the slowpoke on that one. I thought, okay, I could read the book. I could listen and I, okay, I did it. No, <laughs> it's repetition over and over and over and over again. I had a good example, oh. but I didn't get it until I got it. Um, five
1: years ago, five years yeah,
3: ago. Pro- yeah, exactly. You, and I'm still, because I mean, we had I'm that conversation
1: looking. about five years ago. You know, you yeah. said Gordy got it early, man. He went yeah. through that. He got it. He understood it. And he said, you said, but I've got kids and I got all this other stuff I had to think about you said Dale now I'm ready and that was like five years ago yeah and I've seen a tremendous difference in you since we had that conversation you're a totally different person
3: totally and thank you I I owe a lot to Shelly in the book club on that one um that that's when the I got the paradigm of like wow this isn't just overnight success (laughs) we got to work on this every single day. He's been telling me, every, and he's so, so good. He doesn't say I told you so at all. He's so good, but he could have and should have probably. <laughs> he tried to two by four me a lot, but, but yeah, when I found out there's a a, a little app on your phone, you can put with a chat Helm setter. Oh boy. That. huh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best thing I ever found. I found that in the book club, Shelly. And we were, we were, that was the book we were doing. We we were so busy. I mean, I would be in the book club here and there and there, but that changed, that, that was a pivoting point for me, major pivoting point. If Shelly ever does book clubs again, don't miss them. They're good.
2: Wow. Well, and, and, you know, like for me, um, what what really what really hit for me with the program in your mind for success was was Dale had been teaching all this stuff, and so I see it, I believe it, but third party is always you know adds a lot of credibility. And when you did the program in your mind for success and breaking the chains of mediocrity, you had that insert of that guy, and he talked about kids and and how they came into foster homes and how they were programmed. He talked about you watch some guy you know. If he sells 10, if the most cars he's sold is five cars a month, and he goes and he sells 20. He said, You watch the next month, he'll be back to five because he knows that's where he's supposed to stay. And I wore that thing out. And then, of course, out comes, you know, I read the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself many, many moons ago, and put all that into absolute complete practice and changed my inner dialogue. From the, from day one, it was kind of like the Josh Fox when he said that. Oh, and by the way, when you said you knew that I heard that, Kelly really heard it, the Josh Fox deal. You know, we both, we both heard that and we're like, what do you think? And we're like, let's check this deal out. But, you know, and it does take a long time, but in the same breath, when you make that decision to reprogram your mind and understand how a quick example of that, Whitney, was at a contest you 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 shoot these balloons off a horse and you know you're you're riding and shooting a gun and you break them with black powder really otherwise there'd be no spectators yeah right. and um this thing it, this was oh Jeez man oh mind. probably 15 years ago there about and um it paid five thousand to win it well that's not a lot of money now but Fifteen years ago, when you're about sixteen years old, that's a lot of money. Because she was just getting her driver's license, and so there were you could have one mulligan. She she missed a she missed a target, and after that, to win that deal, she had to shoot absolutely perfect, perfectly clean, and she had to smoke it from then on. And I told her before she went, I said, "Hey, you just picked." She had this idiot boyfriend she was madly in love with at the time, and he wasn't there. And I said, What are you going to do after you win this deal before it ever started? And she says, I can't wait to call Austin and tell him I won it. Cause she was going to take that 5,000 and put it towards a, a Mustang, which she immediately backed into somebody with. But, <laughs> you know, she dropped that target because things happen, 3 porters bounce out. And, but her subconscious mind, she was, she was making that phone call. And she won the whole competition and made the phone call. But her subconscious mind took over her body, which knew what to do and made sure it got done. I called a guy the other day. I texted him and he kind of got cheated out of a, they made a bad call at a rodeo and it cost him $50,000. And I texted him the other day at the Calgary rodeo, it pays 50000 to win it. And I told him, I said, hey, the only thing you focus on is that interview after the 50 and see yourself standing up on, che- on stage, holding up that check and, and addressing all the Canadian fans. I said, you think about that interview, you don't think about anything else, and you let your body know what it's trained to do. Afterwards, he's like, thanks so much, dude. And, he, you know, he won the whole deal. Now, I don't, wanna, I don't want un- unclaimed valor here, but I don't think it hurt. I called him afterwards. He's like, That was really cool, you know, and then and so, you know, you
3: do that all the time. I mean, we his customers will call him for advice with their horse because he makes bits, and a lot of people think a bit's going to be make their horse do what it needs to do, and it's really probably the rider. But anyway, they call for advice, and I hear Gordy saying, Okay, so who are you going to call when you win? And he's like, Okay, so that's what you focus on you know, and and I, so it's, that's, yeah, no, I've done it with a
2: lot of people for a long time and, and that's a real shortcut. But once you understand, if you, if you can begin with the end in mind and then you unravel what happens and why that happens, because obviously if you've got the right self-talk, you can program your mind with self-talk. I am, um, but a picture paints a thousand words and if you can visualize it if you really understood visualization really understood visualization and dale had a deal called design your perfect day and that's why we have goal boards with pictures on them but if you really understand really understand visualization and the power of the subconscious mind you would never have to pick up a book not one you'd never have to read a page in a book but most people, I, I know some guys that are rodeo champions and they can't, they can't read a road sign, um, but they understand visualization, you know, and they get it. But, you know, most of us need a book and a visualization.
1: But, 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 but it is a shortcut. That, oh, that is, all the books are trying to convince you mm-hmm. to what the mind can conceive and believe you can achieve. As right. a man thinketh in his heart so is he. That's what it, they're all trying to get people to there. So short, you, go ahead. No, but it I mean, once you understand what's in this, yeah. The Bible is the original self-help book. As a man no thinketh place. in his heart so is he. Think what what you become what you think about.
2: Yeah. And that's the way God designed us.
1: You know, that's it's just it's it's like, why do I show the picture over and over and over Rupp Arena? One thousand, ten thousand people, five hundred six figure earners, ten millionaires. Why do I look at it every day? Because a lot of you can say, you know what? That actually happened now. The people that come and go and leave and are gone, and I won't hear, but five years from now or whenever, they're going to say, dang, he did it. The the, the legacy that that, because that's it, guys, right there. That's it. And, and I know you all believe it at a different level than most. I know you do because you've experienced it. Yeah. And you've watched it and you've seen it happen. Like we have a lot of stories that have been created the last five years, but you saw the same stories 25 years ago. If I say oh, I Paul Marshall Lane, David Cook, mm-hmm. I can start naming the people. You saw all the stories. You were there at every event. You know. Yeah, you know. And,
2: if, and if and if and if 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 Arena doesn't happen for some reason because of the Yellowstone volcano goes off, um, we don't know what the future holds. But it's realistic. It's attainable. And barring conditions we can't control it'll happen so you've got to prove you've got to go on like that but i mean if the yellowstone volcano goes off and we all die guess what it's not going to happen well we can't control that so let's go for up arena
1: right pretty simple oh, y'all are sitting right here on the right table one table two you You're table two on the right i see you i see you every night every night i know exactly where you're going to be sitting there I do. Oh, and speaking of visualization, when we
2: embarked on this, uh, I think we were staring at a slab. The house we're sitting in now is a concrete was slab. a pile
3: of dirt. At the or beginning. a pile
2: of dirt. And we were very hesitant about embarking on some kind of a, you know, I mean, I don't know what, you know, everyone, forget the, I mean, I don't know if this thing cost a half million dollars or something like that. You can't build a dog house for less than a half million dollars anymore. But, I mean, the bottom line is on that is, you know, if we get a 30-year, we're paying that baby off when I'm 89, and Kelly knew that too. And so talk about, talk about, talk about strong reasons. You don't need a goal board because when I look out of that shop, I'm staring at, staring at this house. That's what you look at when you look through the windows where this house is right now. And so, you know, there's your goal board
1: how long did y'all live in a motor home you moved from arizona to to your land started building your house and y'all were in a motor home for a while
2: yeah almost two years and you know we remember we were talking about all this dale and talking about suede and him feeling like we need to be a part of his life and i mean you knew you knew i mean when you found out we actually were moving to texas i don't think it surprised you at all i mean we we spent enough time with that boy and And we're grandparents, but we've got two in Tucson that don't need us. They're going to love us, and we're going to love on them. But the one out here, he needs us, like badly, and we're there for him. And, you know, we knew that, and so here we are. I mean, sold everything and moved out here to a raw piece of land, didn't have anything on it. And uh, now it's got no (laughs) no power, no water.
3: We didn't have water when we got here. No nothing. We had to run the neighbor's hose over to the bottom. You
2: know? (laughs) And there's there's some visualization for you, you know, right there. You got to And everybody knows what they do for their kids and grandkids on this call. You know, I mean, you know, we've all heard the story about you walk across the canyon on a on a on a four inch wide board and and uh, people won't do it. And there's this sinister evil guy on the other side and he's holding your kid. And if you get there, you can save your kid. You'll run across that board and you won't fall off that board. Cause you will do whatever it takes to get over there to save your child. And it's the same board. It's four inches wide or it's eight inches wide, whatever it is. And it's the same Canyon. But if you've got a strong enough reason to get over there, you won't even stop and think about it going.
1: Reasons. Let's, I want to make sure we get to this. Cause I want to talk about how we've kind of reconnected over the last five years because first 25 years, I mean, we would, I remember you called me one time. You want me to talk to your son. You know, I've over the years, you know, talked to him about programming his mind. You know, we've had different conversations, but maybe every two or three years we would talk. It hadn't been ongoing, but the last five years has been phenomenal for me, more than you guys will ever know. But I was thinking about this. I mean, you called me on my birthday in 2019, and we've been we've been working together ever since that night. Huh. Y- y'all call me on my birthday to wish me happy birthday. I told I told you about Euphoria, and then we figured out well, nutrition market—it's great product, phenomenal, but it costs too much. People don't care, and I said I'm done with nutrition, you know. And then y'all called me and said, "Look, this thing's getting ready to launch in in the United States. It's coming from Russia, and we're going to do it, and we want you to be our sponsor." <laughs> If it hadn't been for you all, oh, I could have, you know. But I said, okay, let's go, and we we get we did we did awesome there. I mean, we we worked hard, but it wasn't the kind of money that we it, we should have made, you know. We did okay, but a lot of people that we enrolled didn't. And then when I moved, when I made the the decision to move into iHub with the hotspots and, and and I and I. I told, I remember telling Dom before, I said, because I'm going to share something tonight that I've never shared. I did that webinar and I talked about the ups, the market, the market, not not how great your product is, not how great your compensation plan is, not how great your owner is. None of that matters. The market outside of the market determines the upside potential of your opportunity. And they either want it or they don't. if people want what you're selling, you'll get rich and i And that night, I said, "Look, the nutrition market is done. It's burnout. People are sick and tired of network markers trying to convince them to change brands to this, that, and the other thing and And with this, I've done the research. I ordered six of them. we plug it in, we can make money. it looks good. Let's see what happens. And you all know what's happened with iHub since." You know, when 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 they introduced ERC, I mean, you all were around and you all were supporting me and supporting the team, but you weren't passionate about what you were doing. Not were just, at all. Not at all. But that night, after we heard Josh Fox for the first time, we talked for a while. And, you, and 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 it was like, Dale, do you think he's telling the truth? I think he was telling the truth. The guy seemed sincere, didn't he? And we were both trying to 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 say, look, this dude seemed real. What if this really is real? You know. And we had it's a great you conversation. You haven't heard
2: about ERC? or under living under a rock. And I'm like, well, I've been living under the same rock as DC because I ain't heard nothing about this.
1: Neither one of us had heard about it. <laughs> but but then. Once, once we decided, hey, this 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 makes sense. We're, we're going to do this. And and I t- it said from the beginning, by the time it's over, we'll have it figured out. But ne- but we didn't wait. We ran. You know, it's like an entrepreneur builds a parachute as he's after he jumps out of the airplane. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: that's kind of the approach we we just said we're going to figure this out and went for it. And then I never will forget that first week or whatever, because you all were studying and going through all the videos as well, learning as much as you can. That twenty-hour rule, where you get as much as you can, and then you call me and say, "Man, Dale, I can't get nobody to book any appointments."
2: Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, and I couldn't believe I, I couldn't believe I couldn't, you know. Cause I wasn't, and then I, and then I got, I, I talked with Alan and I, well, I sent seven people, my link. And then I'm like, what do I do tomorrow? Cause nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody got on the link, you know? And I'm thinking, my gosh, you got all this money sitting there, you know? And, and it didn't surprise me though, but it was not, na- it was naive to think that they would. And Alan's was like, man, you got to book, you got to book the call.
1: My wife, Dawn and I love Gordy and Kelly Alderson as friends, business partners, human beings. I mean, if you've got red blood running through your veins, this session had to inspire you. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you've heard me say, you've heard me say, and you've heard it said dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of times from virtually every person's story you've ever heard. We all travel the same road. That has been a common message over and over going back to some of the early sessions of this podcast. And some of those stories were originally recorded, you know, on cassette over 30 years ago. We all travel the same road. So why don't you believe that? Why don't you believe that? Why is there such a disconnect with that statement? For many people, I can't figure it out. Sometimes, you know, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, there is, I promise you, there is a sequential, that means step-by-step, sequential process to network marketing success that all self-made leaders must travel. Now, if you are one of the few, the 3% that come into this profession with enough of the Bob and Weeb and and special something that most people don't have that 97% don't have. Maybe this doesn't apply to you, but if you can do it with the skill sets and mindsets that you enter the profession with, then I promise you, you're going to have major challenges duplicating down the road. So when I talk about the sequential steps, I'm talking about for. The 27 percenters, average people with above average desire, Uh, there is a sequential process. There is a road. We all travel the same road. And if you learn that road and you get with a team that understands that road and that has been down that road themselves and can help you come down the road, your, your chances of success increase dramatically. I mean, really, there is a sequential path to network marketing success that we all must follow. So that means most of you that are listening to this podcast, you don't have a chance in the world of making it. In today's network marketing environment, if you don't understand the path, you don't have people that can help you down the path and teach you the path. There is a sequential step-by-step process. You cannot teach algebra to somebody that has not learned basic addition yet. And let's say that we are all traveling from Lexington, Kentucky to Orlando, Florida. How do you do that? You get on I 75. That is the path. That is the road. And you stay on it. You don't take shortcuts. You don't veer off. You stay on I 75. And if we were all traveling from Lexington to Orlando, then we will all arrive in Orlando at some point. You know, some might get off and want to spend a couple of days in Tennessee I don't know why anybody would want to do that but some person, some somebody may and it may take them a little bit longer you know that's you've heard me say run when you can run we all cannot travel the road at the same speed life happens Run when you can run. But the point is, just because life happens, there's no excuse when you're, when you're, you have to get back on the road when you're ready to get back on the road, when you can get back on the road. Some people can get on in Lexington and go 70, 80 miles all the way to Orlando and not stop. Many people are going to have multiple stops along the way. And we all can enter the road at different spots. Some people enter the road in the florida keys so they're way past orlando some people may enter the road in, in miami again they're way past they're way past orlando so what do those people do and from a word picture standpoint i'm talking about six figure earners People that have used their special skill set, mindset that they entered the industry with, at one time maybe created a hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand dollars income, and then they did have problems duplicating, as they always do, as I just mentioned. What do those people do? Well, because Dale, I'm already to Miami, I'm I'm past Orlando, dude. Then sometimes you have to take a breath, back up, travel backwards. Find a good starting point and hop on the road. You still have to have the map. You still have to learn the road because ultimately it's not about you. It's about the people on your team. You can have anything in life you want. If you help enough other people get what they want. So some of you might have to travel back, you know, back to Jacksonville, Florida or somewhere and get back on the road there. And again, I did a, a an interview with a gentleman Keith Francis from Houston a couple three weeks ago. You do Del Calvert Keith Francis podcast, and he's a great example of that. A great example of that. Some of you may have been down this road long enough where you say, "Del, I'm already at, at Atlanta. I'm already in Atlanta." When you guys from Lexington get to Atlanta, uh, I'll hop on the road with you here. So, some of you have to hop on the road, can hop on the road at different points based upon your background and your experience. But the one thing everybody must understand is it's not about you. If you're going to achieve the full upside potential that the network marketing business model offers, the bottom line is your, your long term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed, not found, developed on your team? How do you develop leaders sequentially, step by step, system by system, process by process? Now, I got to tell you guys, I'm really getting concerned with people's ability or lack thereof to think for themselves, to be able to follow logic and common sense and make quality decisions. You know, back into twenty. Back in 2020, about the time the documentary, The Social Dilemma, that Netflix, I think it was Netflix it might have been an Amazon special. But anyway, whenever it was released, I made the statement on the, on this podcast that the ability to focus will be the most important entrepreneurial trait moving forward from this point in history. And I believe that. And sadly, it seems like that statement is playing out and becoming more true day by day. Daily, I am absolutely appalled at the lack of direction, understanding and awareness that network marketers have. It's becoming more and more like a giant social club and even a cult or they just listen blindly to people that they and 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 the regurgitated crap that is spewed throughout this profession as if it's, it's documented facts and they don't take the time to really ask themselves intelligent questions i mean does it really make sense to make 25 cents a month on a membership really does it and and sometimes I just have I feel like just screaming at the stop, top of my, my, my voice. Please stop listening to the wrong people. Stop listening to the wrong people. Look at the people's track record that you're following. Some of you are following people that they've been following for 10 or 12 years. How much profit have you made following them? Yeah, they've gotten rich. A lot of them have done bridge deal money deals with company owners and 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 they're getting paid under the table. yeah, they're making a lot of money. Some of you are just following the wrong people and they're ta- and right off the cliff right off the cliff, i don't understand i i just I, I, it blows my mind how illogical some people's thinking appears to be i just it just blows my mind. It just really does. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions that you ask yourself and answer them truthfully. So please stop listening to the wrong people. I mean, I just want to wrap this session up. I'm going to give you six nuggets that you should have been able to pull from Gordy and Kelly's story. And uh, there was a lot more than the six that I'm going to cover, but I want to cover these real quickly and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, You know, uh, when when Gordy and I connected, they called me on my birthday, you know, several years ago, and we've had some great, deep conversations since then. And, you know, he, 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 we've talked about, you know, I've been around network marketing and Gordy, you got to understand, Gordy is the Versace of the Bits and Spurs business in the cowboy world. He's built a phenomenal, phenomenal business providing bits and spurs and so forth in the cowboy world. Uh, He's respected for the quality product that he produces. He doesn't need to build a network marketing team. He loves what he's doing. Uh, He understood that if something did happen to him, that Kelly cannot do what he does. And that's always been in the back of his mind but he doesn't need he doesn't need the money he's got a very successful business so we had a lot of conversation and 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 you know he's been with us for about 5 years and never you know ne- I mean he's been a consistent producer kelly and gordy been a consistent producer maybe a bu- a little below average but never really never really you know got focused and and got on the road because honestly there was no need to. But he said, I just got, you know, we, we had many talks. He said, I just got this burn inside of me. And he said, I can't figure out why I can't just forget about this network marketing stuff. And you know what? There's a lot of people listening to this podcast. You feel the exact same way. You've been around it for a long time and it's just never connected for whatever reason. And some of you, Dale, I need the money. You know, it's not that I don't need the money, but there's something. And you got to figure out what that is. And with Gordy, I told him, you know, four or five years ago, I said, I know exactly what it is. And he said, what is it? I said, it's the feeling of unfulfilled potential. It's the feeling of unfulfilled potential. It's like, you know, you've spent a lot of time in the personal development, personal education world. You know, you don't listen to a bunch of stupid stuff. I mean, you're about knowledge and wisdom and learning and understanding. And you always have been and you always will be. You know, you're you're not trying to entertain yourself watching stupid cat videos on YouTube or whatever. I mean, you're a student. And I feel like, and again, we had this conversation probably five years ago that it's the unfulfilled potential and he knew that was right. Well, when this ERC program came out and I knew the, the business relationship Gordy and Kelly had and how they complement each other so well. And I understood, you know, Gordy and, and the self education he's put himself through. Uh, I knew when it came out that it would be in his wheelhouse, it would be in the court, the, the, alderson's wheelhouse this is going to be great for them i knew it and i never will forget the first week after this was launched and we've already mentioned it but gordy called me and said i can't get anybody to book a call and it's like dude just take a breath it's going to be okay i promise you this is in your wheelhouse just have authentic conversations with people be value focused you know stop sending your link and and book the call for them yourself and it wasn't a too long after that, you know, he wrote his first couple of deals. Probably the next over the next day or two, and then after that, it was like, "Get out of my way!" Out of that, after that, the legend began. The legend of Gordy and Kelly Alderson began. But it was, you know, throughout this whole time, it's really that unfulfilled potential. And some of you listen to this podcast, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you, you, you know. You're gonna maintain that state as long as you is until you find the right opportunity the right team culture, the right leadership it's just and it's very frustrating number two, the second thing that that was phenomenal for all of us is it was a very timely opportunity. It wasn't over yet when we found it uh we knew it was a stick of dynamite that we were holding the fuse was lit and by the time we found it honestly the fuse was probably halfway down the the stick of dynamite but we knew we still had time as you heard you know gordy and i talking at the first night after we heard mr fox from bottom line concepts we knew if 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 you know he said millionaires had been created you know Thousands of millionaires over the last 15 months, and he's and we were thinking, well, I wonder if we can do it. If we got 15 months more to go, wonder if we can make that happen for ourselves. So it was a timely opportunity. It's something that the network marketers just don't understand. There's a lot to be said for being in the right place at the right time in history. If if you if some people are try, are joining in the United States are joining Mel Luca, and Amway and some very credible Herbalife, some Mary Kay, some Shackley, some very credible New Skin, some very credible companies, but they've been around forever. The opportunity has peaked. Uh, you know, their momentum was 15 years ago. You know, the more credible a company is, the less of an upside Opportunity exists with the company. Some people are good people. They're just pounding their heads against the wall because they're working the wrong opportunity at the wrong, wrong time in history. So the timing of the opportunity, that's the second thing I hope really was clear for you as you listen to Gordy and Kelly. And then the third thing is, and, and it's the phenomenal, phenomenal, like the best team culture, the best team on the planet and I, and yes i'm biased i am but we have the best team culture the best team on the planet in any network marketing organization i mean a lot of you've heard our our you've seen the stories of so many different phenomenal awesome people you've heard them on this podcast you've seen their stories on youtube i mean what we what we've done as a team This year, and and I really believe this, and there's no way to actually document it, but I, I really sincerely believe this, that there's no team in any network marketing company in the world, in the world, that has created the type of incomes that people on our team have created and will continue to create in 2023. I believe at the end of the year, we will have between 30 and a hundred people that started from scratch, didn't know what ERC was at the beginning of the year. And between 30 and a hundred will make a hundred thousand plus. We'll have many quarter million dollar earners, half million dollar earners, uh, Gordon Kelly millionaires. And we may have a couple, maybe one or two more that will make a million dollars and uh, every one of them that is in the loop. Plugged in, working, will tell you it's because of the, they will tell you how important the culture of the team was for their success. Every single one of you, every single one of them. So that's very important. And I can tell you, as many of you know, we're making a pivot uh, uh, because the ERC program is running out. And if you haven't heard about that, you can learn more if you want. Uh, Just go to themlmbox.com, themlmbox.com, if you want to learn about the pivot. But we're making a pivot, and and I will tell you the culture with the next program, and it will be the last network marketing company many of us ever joined, for sure. Uh, As a matter of fact, there's another video there, Uh, last MLM dot com last m l m dot com, but it will be the last one for multiple reasons. Which, if you want to learn about, you can. But I. But but my point is the culture that we're creating, that we're taking the 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 ERC culture that our team worked upon, and we're taking it to a whole different level because it's on me. We're taking the franchise factor to an entirely different level this time because in my mind this will be the last network marketing company that we build. And I want to make sure that it is tight. It's a very tight culture that can continue to develop uh, new leadership. Take people that have no background experience or success in network marketing. And if they plug in and they're they, they're willing to spend five to fifteen hours of work a week doing income generating activities that they can expect to replace their full-time income. Within 18 months, part working part time and they can go on and develop a quarter million dollar a year income and even financial independence if they choose to. So that's the, that's the path. The, the team culture is something nobody talks about. It's like, oh, I just love my team members. I just love everybody. We just we we have great times together and we just have so much fun on our Zooms and everybody's so funny. And 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 I I get that. But I always ask how many of them are making any money? How many of you are working towards replacing your full time income? It's not happening. It's not happening. So it's not a business, ladies and gentlemen. It's a social club, but I believe that you can have it all. You can have it. You can have it all if you're with the right company at the right time in history. Number four, Gordy and Kelly both great time management skill and phenomenal work ethic. And the the cool thing is, you know, they work so well together. They complement each other. Great time management skills and work ethic, both of them. Uh, why do most people that join network marketing organizations never develop time management skills and work ethic? Why does that not happen for people? Uh, you know, Jim Rohn said time management is the best kept secret of the rich. Why does that not happen? Because they've never been involved in an account, accountable team culture with the timely opportunity. I will say that again. The reason most people never develop the work ethic and the time management skills is because their entire network marketing career, they've never been involved in an account- accountability, accountable team culture where progress is expected with a timely opportunity. What about you? Just curious. Have you ever been involved in an accountable team culture where you knew you were in the right place at the right time with the right company? When you get to that place, if you ever can, magic happens. If you have all those things lined up for you. Number five, years ago, and this is the most important, years ago, years ago, they decided to take the personal development journey. When Gordy talks about he wore out cassette tapes, he means that he's telling the truth. Uh, you know, he didn't know if George Strait was on the radio anymore because uh, he was always listening to audio tapes. His kids were raised listening to audio tapes and complaining, Daddy, can't we listen to Michael Jackson or whatever? <laughs> a personal development student, uh, a wisdom seeker, always has been. Always has been. And that's, I think, probably the main reason we've stayed in contact over the years is because we're both cut from that cloth. Seeking knowledge, seeking understanding, understanding people, their thought processes, and so on and so forth. And then lastly, and this is number one. It will always be number one. It's actually number six on our list. And most of you, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know exactly what I'm going to say, because it is always number one. It always is the determining factor. And that is, they entered, timing was a little bit different. They just moved to Texas. They wanted to build a house. So strong reasons. They kept the goal in front of them. It was being built daily as they were living in a motor home. Uh Their house was being built, and they saw this opportunity as an opportunity that could pay for their new home. Well, when it's all said and done, this opportunity would have paid for five or six of their new homes. But they had strong reasons, and they kept their reasons in front of them. They couldn't help it. It was being built right in front of them daily reasons until you know why the how doesn't matter so again I just want to thank Gordy and Kelly so much We, we appreciate them every member of our team appreciates them so much they've become living legends in the ERC world for sure there's reasons people become successful and there's reasons people don't and luck has nothing to do with it luck is only laboring here's the acronym for luck laboring under correct knowledge. There's a lot of people for many years have been laboring under incorrect knowledge because they've been listening to the wrong people. Again, I feel like it's going out on my porch some days and screaming, people, please stop listening to the wrong people. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the New Era of Wealth Building podcast. Y'all guys, have a great week. Go to YouTube, uh, leave a comment, let Gordy and Kelly know how you felt about their story. Talk to you soon. Thank you.
0: Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening. And we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist Yet.